everybody. Here's a quick episode with me and Sasha recapping the week that was. Romani. All right. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Good. You like soccer? I do like soccer. <clears throat> I'm actually beginning to love soccer. Yeah, yeah. We're having a fun time with this. Yeah. Um, what's on your mind today? Um, well, to expand on that, I just like, I love soccer just because there's so many countries involved in it. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm expanding my uh, content appreciation for Serie A, La Liga, paying attention to the Bundesliga because of Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about soccer. It's, it's really the context of the country that it's in. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So it just, it's, uh, it's, it's such a fabric of their cultural life, um, the fans, that it's, yeah, it's been really interesting getting into that and seeing uh, people, you know, be upset and <laughs> about controversies what, that are happening. For, yeah, we're here for the upsetness. We, yeah. we love the drama. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, if you named like 100 countries in the world, I mean, 90 of those, the soccer is going to be their biggest sport. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Aside from the cricket countries and the baseball yeah. countries, and, like um, it's definitely, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're not telling you anything you don't know, but the, yeah. the globalness of the game is part of the fun of it. Yeah. Um, some big World Cup qualifiers tomorrow. I mean, Colombia going against Uruguay. Um, yeah, that's so. So you got some yeah. good uh, Comnable uh, qualifiers, and uh, Europe's got some good qualifiers going tomorrow. Um, yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> Latvia, yeah. Armenia. <laughs> Are you being facetious? There, <laughs> really? Uh, Is that a real of, thing? I'm kind of joking around, but. Yeah. But just to say, you know, it's all mm-hmm. it's all underway here. I mean, mm-hmm. well, um, the European I mean, Spain, qualifiers. Yeah, Spain, Scotland is tomorrow at eleven forty-five. Netherlands, oh, France tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Ireland, Greece. We've got an international friendly between Japan and Canada. Yeah. Um, I mean, two mm-hmm. two really cool countries. Yeah. Um, when did you say that Italy Malta game was? That's uh, uh, Saturday, October 14th. Okay, so this Saturday, Italy hosts yeah. Mal- Malta. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing that down in Bari, so that should be kind of wild. It's good to see different towns getting yeah. getting these uh, European qualifiers, not just Milan yeah. and Turin and Rome. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ukraine versus North Macedonia could, could be a good game because North Macedonia keeps on winning against Italy, so... Both of those teams yeah. are two, one, and two. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is a must-win for both of these teams who have a very good chance of qualifying. Yeah. Um, Malta are o o and five going against Italy, who's two, one, and one. Right. So that's kind of an interesting group. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're not here to talk about UEFA qualifiers. We're here to talk mm-hmm. about the Spur Romanisti Fantasy Soccer League. <sighs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, well, we can talk about it. I'm well, just well, not, we got to do know. a little wrap up of who won because it's not fair yeah. to 
those who did well, it's not fair if we don't give them their just desserts. So uh, sure. we had, we had, I mean, I'll just go out and say it. Fireball, Mark Fryer, he's out of control. He's, he's managed to come up and tie me for first. <laughs> he's doing just enough, man. 36 to 32. There are so many close games. Uh, this was, yeah, this crazy. was got to be the closest week we've had. Um, and that's fun, of course, except when you yeah. lose or when you tie like myself. Mm-hmm. Now, I called up Greg right after this happened. And I was like, if I had started Saliba, I would have won. He's like, yeah, you lost faith in Arsenal. You should have started yeah. Saliba. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if, if, if Evan Ferguson had played 60 minutes instead of 59 and a half minutes, I would have won. I just needed one more point from Fergie. Um, But I know everybody can make those kind of excuses, but to draw is extra frustrating, but also a little bit relieving. So we had Greg beating Justin by one point, Dave Neglia beating Franco by two points, Fryer beating Trevor by four points, Maddox beating Rosen by seven points. I mean, that was that was the biggest victory margin, yeah. out, except for Grayson over Victor. So uh, we had a really tight week. Nobody put up. I mean, a ton I of lost points. by I lost by three points, and Zinchenko didn't do shit. Ugh. But he still got a clean sheet for four points and a bonus. So I got beaten by three points. I'm just like, oh my god, a, dude. Yeah. So John gets the win. I mean, John, as we pointed out. John picked up Pau Torres that I stupidly dropped. Uh, Torres puts up a goal and bonus points yeah. for, a, for a healthy 10 points from Pau Torres. Well, Matty Cash does fuck all. Yeah. Pardon my language. But, um, yeah. you know, these are the, <laughs> the uh, slings and arrows of fantasy soccer. So I hope everyone's well, enjoying it. And I will also say, and I'm not the only one, so I also got screwed for another red card. Oh, no. So Basuma, coming out of the game, screwed me again because that meant that Son was out early. So there's a lot of offensive players. It's the same thing. The same thing uh-huh. happened, right? It's like, I don't think it was as dramatic as City. Like, they didn't go back and, <clears throat> and sit, but that changed the complexity of the game. So there's a lot of offensive players that came off early because of that. So Son only played 75 minutes. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, of course, he still gets credit for the clean sheet because he played mm-hmm. over 60 minutes. Right. But, uh, you know, midfielders only get one point for clean sheets. But right. you, had, you had a good result from all your Spurs guys. I mean, mm-hmm. Van, De, Van De Ven yeah. with, his, with his 90 minutes plus goals scored, plus clean yeah. sheet, plus bonus. I mean... Yeah. What a haul for Van de Ven this week. Yeah, for all of for all of the defensive players. Well, especially for Van de Ven because he scored a goal. Good for him. <laughs> I know, that's wild. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, well, you really can go either way with defenders, right? You either yeah. you either just play the clean sheet game or you play the mm-hmm. this guy is not really a defender. Right. Uh this guy attacks uh like mm-hmm. like mad. And I thought that Matty Cash was like the Villa defender that would be getting goals. Somehow Pau Torres got the goal. So yeah. you just have to uh, flush it, move on, yada, yada. Right. Um, so it's, we're all having fun. Uh, it's good to see. It's good to see some teams um, like John and Greg and Maddox yeah. get the wind. Yeah. 
Grayson got a win. So, um, you know, the parody in this league is just fantastic. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's working their butts off. So keep it up, folks. I, we're, we are noticing. Yeah. So, um, and of course we have international break, as we mentioned. Right. So there's no waivers this week. There's no, yeah. there's no pickups, no free agency. There's no matches, but trading is open. It feels like trading has slowed down, and I'd like to encourage folks to get those trade fingers moving. It's just so hard to 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 do it in this league, though, because you can't trade for a different position. I know it's so. Stupid. It's just yeah, it's you know what I mean. It's just like, and um, can you still hear me? Yeah, and um. It just becomes difficult because it's like, well, then I have to like figure out like another player to propose. And then it gets complicated because like what I found is like, well, I don't want to include any other player. I just really want another right. goalkeeper. Like, right. I don't like, you know what I mean? It's just like, uh, I don't know. It's just, well, it's, unless it's you're hard. doing a challenge trade, like, like a forward for a forward. I think my forward's better. Okay. I think this forward's right. better. Fine. One for one, like for like, uh, but normally you're going to trade a shit forward and a good midfielder for a right. shit midfielder and a good forward. Like, right. like, and so, so if you like all three of your forwards or you like mm-hmm. all three of your five midfielders, you don't want to do a two for two no, because like you said, so it makes trading extra difficult. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it still can happen. It's hard to find a fit. You have to find someone willing to trade who's paying attention, who actually, values the people you're offering Mm -hmm. um and you also have to be you know not happy with your club as it's constructed like i i had such a good start yeah that i didn't want to i didn't want to break up the vibes um but now like my defense is uh all of a sudden i find my defense is a hot mess um cucarella probably losing his starting spot and probably yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's looking like a joke with, with Reese James coming back for Chelsea and Malagusto's suspension over like Cucarella is a drop. Yeah. But if, if I said, okay, here, get Cucarella and Gibbs White, for example, or a good defender and a shit midfielder, mm-hmm. then I, I keep the good defender and, I, and then just drop whatever bad midfielder I got and then pick somebody up on waivers. So yeah. that's the way to do it. I mean, I'm experiencing the same issue with my forwards. <clears throat> like, Welbeck mm. is, like, literally the only offensive player on freaking Brighton who's not scoring goals. It's like, are you kidding me right now? It's just unbelievable. And then Beto is, like, he's getting chances, but yeah. he can't finish, so now he's not playing either. It's just, like, he only played yeah. seven minutes in the last game. Uh, yeah, okay. So you need a little help. You need a little, yeah. you need a little love on the forward side. Right. Um, and you, like you said, you need – you need players who are playing. You right. Know what I mean, but um, as you know, like there's a way you can look, okay, who's playing minutes. Right. Uh, exactly. So, so sort by minutes played and right. bada bing. Um, I'm not going to name any names because I want you to have your pick of the litter, but right. um, there's people out there and yeah. also minutes played are not everything. Right. Cause like, Carlton Morris is getting 90 minutes a game, but his chances on goal are slim to none. So, mm-hmm. um, 
I've been playing the, hey, good player on a shit team strategy, and that is not working out too well either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, any but other players le- you're – sorry, go ahead. But at least you'd have a chance, right? It's like Foster, who plays for Burnley, you know, they're, they're not great. But every now and again, he's going to produce seven, six, nine points for you. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and I thought yeah. I could upgrade, and I did do an upgrade on paper, but they just haven't panned out. And so now I need to keep looking for forwards. And better news for you, John Stones came on in that Arsenal game. Yes, excited about that. So yeah. you all of a sudden you have another defender you can start. Yes, I'm excited. An attack, very attacking-minded defender. Yeah. Doku came on and played 22 minutes for you. Yep. Um, yeah, you had a quiet it, afternoon. It, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it goes. Let's talk about. I mean, let's talk about the team that put up the most points last week and that's Grayson um 47 points um Sterling was his guy and Johnson but um Sterling Um, with two assists and a goal yeah like I mean he he really lit up the score score sheet you know and in Holland and this was inevitable right it just like he's he's reverting to me no one is going to keep having like the year he had his first year here and I don't know. City is just not as good a team as last year. They just don't have enough players to serve these things. And Holland is really, he's fairly one-dimensional. Like, he's going to sit in goal and if he's in the right position. He's, mm-hmm. not a very, he's not a very good passer. Like, he's... No. When he gets it, like, in the, in the, the, in like the, the, the bottom of his half, he literally, the first thing he does is, like, how quickly can I get rid of this ball? It's just, I know. Yeah, no well, dribbling. Uh, no dribbling desire whatsoever. No, no dribbling. No, that's what Foden is for. Um, but um, yeah, when they get De Bruyne back, it's going to be a whole new ball game. Yeah. Um, but um, I sent um, I sent our boy Justin uh, a four four two YouTube uh, video about how um, how Arsenal beat City and. Um, it was mostly talking about the goal and Martinelli and how they mm-hmm. how they managed to get in and get um, get through City's defense. And Justin wrote back and said something to this, uh, an eleven minute video does not that does not mention the name Saliba is uh, you know not not necessarily going to cover the whole story. And I have to say he's right. Um, Saliba did such a good job shutting down Holland. Mm-hmm. Um, and the entire Arsenal defense. And yep. there is a playbook now to ma- kind of man-marking Holland yeah. uh, out of a game. At least if you have, if you have the, the uh, players to do it, yep. um, you know, they can, they can cover for each other. They can fill in spaces. A weaker defense that tries to double-team Holland or man-mark Holland, they're going to leave themselves exposed in other places. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but Arsenal just um, managed to really lock him down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, you know, City had chances. Uh, they, had, yeah. they, had a, they had a few muffed chances, you got to say. I mean, Vardiol missed one. Ake missed one uh, yeah. over the bar. Like, um, mm-hmm. if, I, if I had been Luka Mato and I had two defenders from City and both of them missed goals that would have, <laughs> 
yeah. gotten me six points from a defender goal, I would yeah. have been like pulling my hair out if I had any. But like, uh, I I was glad to see those shots miss. But I'm sure Luke was like jumping up and down, like put it in the fucking net, you know. Yeah, so. well, I mean, let, let's. This is actually kind of like a, a good way of doing it. If we kind of look at Luke's team, like who performed, like his team is really promising because he's got Nick Jackson and Nkunku who both play for Chelsea, and I think Chelsea has turned a corner. So you know his his uh, <clears throat> his uh, get of those two players mm-hmm. is is, uh, is injured, but that actually could favor him in the upcoming matchups because I think Chelsea figured it out. Because they have been playing yeah. really well, Chelsea figured it two, out. Yeah, for the last two games. Um, yeah, I uh, I tried to jump on that Chelsea bandwagon with yeah. uh, Cucurella, but I jumped on the wrong wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, he's got I, some. <laughs> I, I picked it, I picked up Mudrick. He didn't do much, but <laughs> I picked him back up because I'm like, dude, he's, he's going to have some great weeks for you. Yeah. He's going to have some great weeks for you. Yeah. He's coming good finally. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'm worried about Nkunku. I don't think he's going to be back anytime soon. And now Nick Jackson has picked up a bit of a knock or yeah. wrist injury. I mean, who cares about a wrist injury, right? Yeah. Um, you don't use your wrists. I mean, I guess yeah. you do to a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, he also has a Stupignon going down for a month. So he, uh, Luke has some injury concerns but the players that he has that are healthy are looking really good with up, good upcoming fixtures, um, pretty much nailed yeah. on for, for, for playing time. So um, I, 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 was, I was looking at Draft FC and I was like, if Arsenal score, Luke is going to lose these clean sheets and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win by one point. Yeah. And then Ars- Arsenal scored and it was tied. And I was like, what the hell happened? Oh, Foden mm. lost his clean sheet too. So yeah. I lost one point. So we tied 35-35. I was like, I did the math wrong. So um, well, I mean, I, mean, I was very, I was very conscious like during that game is that I, I, for as a Tottenham fan, I wanted them, I wanted the game to end up in a tie. But mm. I was like, but I want both of them to score because yeah. <laughs> one of these fuckers gets a clean sheet. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly. Ruined a lot of people's week, including mine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I guess a one-one draw is back because then nobody gets clean sheets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, can we talk about the Arsenal keeper situation a little bit? I'm sorry to make this so much about me this week, but um, I it just so happens that I'm sitting on Ramsdale as my keeper, and Raya's out there looking like shit, and yet. <laughs> He's still getting the starts. Um, I don't understand. So the situation is they believe that um, that he's going to be a better distributor of the ball. Uh, I, under- I understand that. Right. Um, but that I don't think only, he's a... That is the only difference between the two. And, and I'm like... Ramsdale's right. better at all the other facets of the game. I, but that that's the thing. It's like, I don't, is this worth it? I mean, can't you just like work with Ramsdale to improve his distribution? It's just, I don't, it's not worth it. And Raya looks kind of stressed out back there. He almost gave yeah. up a goal by not distributing it. Right. Like 
in the first early minutes of the game. I mean, it could have just been nerves and, you know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm not sold on Raya. I'm a little biased, of course, because I want Ramsdale to take back the number one shirt. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a weird problem to have. I don't, I don't dig it. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's the same situation with uh, freaking Anana in Manchester United. It just, uh, it, it was just unbelievable. It just like, you know, my, my boy, uh, um, I, what's his name? I, Evans was back there mm. telling the fucking goalkeeper what to do. It's just like, <laughs> this is the Premier League, dude. It's just yeah. like, you should know all this shit. And like the, the freaking veteran is out there telling him what to do. Like, I think he stopped him from doing three stupid things. Like, no, 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 don't, you just kick it away. Kick it, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And just like, and it was funny because I actually now starting to listen to an Italian podcast. Uh, and like the, the, the guy there <clears throat> was saying like, he's like, I've always thought that Onana was not a great goalkeeper. I don't know why he got yeah. the job. <laughs> he's it's, like, I've never been a fan. <laughs> I mean, De Gea was pretty, pretty good for them for many years. Yeah. Um, but they were ready to let him walk. So, right. you know, I guess they just have to deal. Yeah. Um, um, in other notable items, uh, it was great to see Martinelli back Yeah. Um, for Arsenal. Uh, he brings a certain something to that team, especially with Saka missing time. Yeah. Um, you know, just that extra, that extra attacking threat, you know, ball, ball handler, ball carrier uh, mm-hmm. was great for them because um, Jesus was all the way out on the right. And Ketia is kind of like a standard, you know, poacher type striker. So to get Martinelli on the left over there was just, um, I think it changes the whole dynamic of the team. Uh, And that benefited Greg. Uh, Greg was playing Justin this week. And uh, uh, Greg had a nice balanced uh, set of results from his guys. But Martinelli coming on, and scoring the goal in the second half put him uh, over the top. Um, so this is now three wins out of four for Greg. Yeah, his um, his defense. I think we actually mentioned this before. Like they are producing like six, seven, and six. Like that's mm-hmm. like if they keep on doing that, like that is worth one Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get Greg on the on the show mm-hmm. um, next episode. Because, um, you know, he's had some really good strategic moves in terms of um, making his pickups. And then he's also done really well with his start, start, sit decisions. So I think, Greg, if you're listening, which I don't even think you are, but Greg, um, we want you to come on the next episode and we're going to grill you about your thought process on this. Um, So and everybody else, we we want everybody to make an appearance on this podcast at least once per year. we're, uh, we've had Grayson, we've had Noah, we've had Dave, we'd love Franco, we'd love Trevor, mm-hmm. we'd love Justin, we'd love Fireball Fryer, Mr. Johnny First Place over here. Yeah. Um, John, I don't think John's made an appearance, has he? Luke, I mean, who haven't I named? Maddox? Yeah, there's actually a ton of people who have not been on. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, it's really easy to join. You just download the podcasters for Spotify thing, create an account. And then when I send you the link, boom, click the link, you're on. You saw how easy Sasha and I just reconnected. Um, 
And then sometimes we use StreamYard, which is even better. You don't need to create any account. It's just a web-based thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I can't use StreamYard at work because I'm um, doing this off an iPad. So right. <clears throat> um, let's see. What, what are we going to touch on next? We, we both watched a few episodes of the Beckham documentary. Did you want to give some thoughts on I, that? Well, I've only watched the first episode because uh, I, we needed Maddox to catch up. Okay. Um, it's the best. It's fucking awesome. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. And I think the reason it's, 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 it's good, I mean, obviously, you know, we have an affinity for this because we loved that couple when they were, like, freaking hot in the late 90s there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... You know, and, and I will say this, and I always tell this story to people, like, when um, when they were in L.A., like, she had her own reality show, and it failed, and the reason it failed is she was just too nice. She was too... Mm. There was not enough drama. Mm -hmm. And I was... And I would... And, and you can actually then see it just in the way that they've raised their kids. You know, they're in the limelight, but you can tell that they're good kids. You know what I mean? So just, like, I just really respect them because you know they're still relevant but they're not nuts and they seem to understand themselves in a way that i think is is very endearing or like it's just very easy to like them and that's why also the pod the uh, the <clears throat> the show is fantastic because it's actually really sweet it's like yeah i fucking like a, i drove down three hours just to see it for 20 minutes and then drove three hours back i'm like <laughs> I mean, who hasn't done that? <laughs> exactly. It's just so, it's, it's kind of cute. <laughs> it is, it is really sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember that 98, um, for those who haven't seen it, and this is not a spoiler because this actually happened, but the first episode leads all the way up to the 1998 mm -hmm. World Cup round of 16 match against Argentina. And then the second episode pretty much picks up right from that moment and deals with the aftermath. Yeah. Um, so it's a great um, kind of, uh, it's a great uh, kind of two episode arc there. And then that, my understanding is that the episodes three and four talk about the Madrid years and the right. LA galaxy and Inter Milan or AC Milan. And, and uh, I also contend too. And like, I know that there have been others before him but he was the one who just made like footballers like part of popular culture. Everyone in the States knew who David Beckham was, but it had n almost nothing to do with the fact that he was a soccer player. Yeah, that's true. Right. Um, you can tell that there's all these players after that, including Ronaldo, and, and they, they're, they're all doing the same thing. It's just like, I am a baller. I am, you know what I mean, into fashion, all this stuff. And it's, it's, it has a lot to do with the way David Beckham has positioned himself and is, has been very clear, I'm not just a soccer player and I will never just be a soccer player. And I think that's why people really like him. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a, a decent bloke. I mean, despite playing for Man United. <laughs> um, I mean, Man United come across looking really good in this documentary. Yeah. Uh, and especially, you know, Fergie and, you know, kind of how he protects his players, you know, um, and Fergie's in this documentary. Yeah. So um, it's interesting. And he doesn't, maybe he pulls his punches or maybe he's just lost a little bit of his uh, blood and thunder from his, his days as manager, but it's just, a, it's a good watch, you know, Roy Keane's in there. 
Um, Grayson, you'll love that. Um, what's his What's his name? Diego Simeone, who who, pro, <laughs> who provokes Beckham. Yes, he's in the do- he's interviewed in the yeah. documentary. I mean, it's just good. And Fisher Stevens, you know the guy from succession is in there and just hearing his voice kind of makes it feel like, am I watching like a soccer version of succession at first? And you're like, no, no, it's not. It's not like some like. Or a soccer well- version or a soccer version of short circuit, which he's <laughs> in. <laughs> it's not, it's not like wealth porn or any, any of this sort of like right. uh, flashy shit. He's, he's in his kitchen talking about how he has to always clean his kitchen. Cause everybody else in his family's a slob. Like it's very sweet. Right. Um, so I, I recommend watching it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, there's, you know, they talk about that time when she dressed him up in a sarong or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they cut, co- they cover this in the, in the documentary, but what they don't cover is the Ali G interview. Um, yeah. like a few months after that, where he's Ali G has them yeah. both on it. And he's like, I watched, oh, I, I watched that once a year. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is when he's like, he's like, now, what was that thing you wore? He's like, you wore some sort of a, and David goes, David takes the bait and he's like, it's a sarong. And he's like, yeah, I know it's so wrong. What is it called? (laughs) (laughs) He like had a, he totally set him up. Yeah. Uh, It's so good. (laughs) um, All right. But anyway, watch the Beckham documentary. We'll talk, maybe we'll talk a little bit about, Wrexham documentary um, next time. So uh, have a good afternoon. Have a good week. Yeah. Um, go North Macedonia, I guess. <laughs> um, and I, I, you know, I, despite the, the fact that we do have uh, a citizen of Malta, I am rooting for Italy. I, I want to see them back to their not glory days, but to at least make major competitions again. Jesus. Exactly. I know. <laughs> what a mess. Um, yeah. So, um, Malta, if you could do us a favor and uh, let Italy through. Exactly. Don't be a dick and let Italy through. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my guy. We'll have a good week and we'll talk soon and try and loop some other folks into this. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.